Did you hit it? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. We got a double mm-hmm. Yeah, and the second one was like, yeah, inappropriate. Also because <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what up? You know what I was thinking? Okay, so now I can get out all of the things. Well, <laughs> two, two of the things that I would have told you this morning if we weren't okay. doing this. Okay. Number one, I wish that I believed that the government was run by lizard people. What? <laughs> because I feel like the people who believe that are living in a much better place than uh, I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're <laughs> you probably know? right. Like, I wish I... What was I listening to? Oh, my favorite murder, mm. of course. Um, and they were talking about someone in the last episode, the murder, and some a lady who believed that the government was run by lizard people. And, like, they communicate through money, which is weird. I'm not sure exactly how that works. What and episode was that? The last one. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Yeah, you'll hear the lizard people. And I was like, you know, I bet that being a conspiracy theorist like that is actually kind of nice. Like, it's kind of relieving if you could be like, well, this stupid stuff is happening because lizard people. And they're listening to me and communicating through money. And that's why there's so much importance. Like, uh, the government wants money and puts all this, like, importance onto money yeah because it's their way of communicating <laughs> i'm just i wish that and i believe wish that. that's the world you lived in well, at least that i yeah not actually i don't really want there to be lizard people but more so that i wish i i wish that i believed in that because then you can explain all of the bullshit that happens on the lizard people sure because in reality we just have humans to blame correct so that sucks it does suck that was my first thing. Okay. What are, what are the, so just, let's so, just go through your day and all the thoughts that you had <laughs> that you had, that you felt you had to keep to yourself. Did you ever have a day when you start out and you're like, I'm going to have like a really healthy day. So like our dinner that we yeah. had was really healthy. Right. Yeah. But have you ever started that and then added to it and all of a sudden it was something not as healthy as it could have been? Sure. So like this morning I was like, I'm going to make some toast. I have this really good Jewish rye bread that I got. I'm going to have some toast. Oh, I have tomato. I'll put some fresh tomato on there. And then I realized I was making tempeh bacon for my lunch. And I was like, I'll put tempeh bacon on the toast too. And then all of a sudden I realized what goes better with bacon and tomato on bread other than mayo. And then I was just having a freaking <laughs> BLT for breakfast at 830 in the morning. I think that's fine. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've actually been on a BLT kick lately. Oh, I made a uh, well. I guess we could talk about food later. So. <laughs> Before I spoil one of my food endeavors. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. I but that was it. I was just like, that's you it. Know, Those it's are the just, only thoughts you had today. Yeah, the, the the first one was like, it's a slippery slope from healthy <laughs> to eating a BLT for breakfast. TLT. I still think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because you're taking things that like. Ordinarily, you might do separate, like toast and bacon mm-hmm. and veggies. You mm-hmm. might do those things all separate, and you're just putting them together. I think it's fine. Okay. Even the mayo? Yeah. Good. Cool. That's good. <laughs> I just, I felt bad because I was like, it started out as a super, like, healthy, well-intentioned thing. it was all made thing. from plants. That is You can true. justify anything because you can just say it was made from plants. That's right. <laughs> it's healthier because it's vegan. That's right. Mm-hmm. It works the same logic of it must be compassionate because it's vegan. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Except not. Segway. <laughs> Segway alert. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Now I'm slowly backing up truck. 
uh, Andy looks like he's, he's mad because we haven't told anybody what they're listening to. I don't know if you. Oh, we're to which listening. I said that that's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a them problem if they don't know what they clicked on and hit play. <laughs> or maybe the lizard people did it for them. The lizard people are controlling their podcast <laughs> selections. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're listening to the V-Spot, a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> because veganism is a it's conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. A conspiracy. It's a cult. It's all the things that you are raised to and told you should stay away from. We gave up on it. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> it's like that time I made you a Beyond Burger and... Except it wasn't a Beyond Burger, and I've, right. and I've waited a year to confess that it's true. It I fed me. you a burger. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's See, not true, listeners. I it's didn't a lie. do that. It's a lie. Everything's a lie. You can't believe anything that you're listening to because we said we're vegan and we lie. That's what lizard people do. Yeah. Are we... It's, it's, like, not, it's, it's like barely seven o'clock and we are already crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just felt it was going to be one of those days. That's why I said I couldn't work with you today, because I just knew that this is how I was feeling. Yeah, you were feeling all crazy. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like a weird day. Started with the TLT for breakfast. And then Here it we just are. went into lizard people. I mm-hmm. had Cheerios for breakfast. Slash not really, because I had them at, I don't know what time I took my half. <laughs> That's I brought them yeah. and meant to have them for breakfast, but I ate them later in the day. Oh, so was that your it. pasta in the fridge? Yeah, I never ate it because I wanted mm. Cheerios instead. Yeah, I do I'll that eat all it the tomorrow. time. Yeah, see, that's nice. Yeah, um, that's uh, we said our name. They know who they're listening to now. No, I said the V spot. Yeah, she did. I did. Oh, us. Honestly, right. though, I'm Lizzie, the lizard. <laughs> Just I don't have a good one. Oh, um, oh God. I know. I can't think of any lizards. Oh, you're Eddie Lizard. Oh, I love. Well, that's Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Eddie. There you I go. Love Eddie. And because you have that whole masculine, feminine thing going on, you're yeah. Eddie Lizard. Yeah. Um, I love um Eddie Lizard's character uh, in Across the Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So See, great. you're welcome. It's just so great. So you're listening to Eddie and Lizzie <laughs> on the V Spot podcast, where we have all of your conspiracy needs. That's right. Now, let's talk about how if you walk too far in one direction, you will fall off the flat earth. Yes. Let's talk about that. I don't have much to say about that. I don't either, <laughs> to be honest. It's honestly just too stupid. Yeah. I can't even, I yeah. can't even joke about that. Oh, get But um, that's, that's about it. But in reality, it's a vegan podcast. Sorry. We're still vegan. I, in fact, am wearing a shirt that says talk vegan to me. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing an animal shirt, too, for, for paws. Oh, yeah, I saw that. What yeah. is that? Pause. They used to be a charity pop partner. Maybe still are a charity pop partner. Amy. <laughs> Amy, anyway. when you hear this, you need to tell us. But anyway, um, it's a sanctuary in California hmm. that um, uh, takes in like elephants and like animals of entertainment oh. related histories. That's cool. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. And it's cool, too, hmm. because you can't... Um, Jordan visited and uh, was telling me you can't it's not the kind of um, place where you can like go and pet the animals or like get like super super close to them they actually don't really let you go near them you can like Hmm. see them but you can't like really go near them because it's a sanctuary right so the whole idea is that they are just living that's nice yeah yeah that's really nice yeah 
I um see that would wow we have too many good segues Mm because that would be like a good segue into a whole nother topic it would but we'll save that for another time that's for another time (laughs) just remember that put a little um little asterisk here or or something a note it's the performing animal welfare society is what it stands for i knew it was something performing like performing animals but i couldn't remember exactly that's super nice yeah so pause that Oh, ha, pause. Pause. Pause <laughs> that. Yes, they were a charity pop partner. It's all coming back. Um, They are who we partnered with to save Lucy the elephant from one mm. of the zoos in California. Yep, mm. I remember hearing. I don't, yes. that was before the my free time. Lucy I campaign. Think. Yes. Yes. But I remember hearing about that. Yes. Yeah. From Yay. the Edmonton Valley Zoo. Anyway, nice. this, well, this is another time. This That's, is another yeah, topic completely. We'll just, yeah, just sidebar that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like one of those those page note things yeah, like, yeah, JK, yeah. in the margins now, we're yeah, saying we're just kidding, margins. suckers. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be back to that on another time and yeah. place entirely. But before we got derailed about having to introduce ourselves, the whole segue was going to be into right. how vegans always are compassionate and caring. And loving. Right. Yes. Lovely humans, those vegans. Until they're not. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, and, and then their human face gets ripped off and they're a lizard <laughs> and they're nasty. That's right. They're not nice Sometimes. lizards <laughs> at all. I'm just getting all riled up. Sorry, Andy. Okay. Wait. Fuck. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Shh. I'm going to get a divorce because of cat. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get in my riled up position to like really get down to the 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 nitty gritty here. Okay. Let's go. Gloves are off. What do you want to do? I don't know. My gloves were on. <laughs> my human gloves are on. Now I just have lizard now hands. Now you just have lizard hands. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, Anthony Bourdain passed away recently. Let's just say that. Yeah. How did you feel when you saw that? Because Michaela texted you, yes? So, yeah, I woke up that day from, yeah, I woke up that day to a text from Michaela telling me that Anthony Bourdain had committed suicide. And then, I don't know, however much longer after you texted me to tell me, um, I never truthfully watched any of his shows Mm -hmm. um, or really knew that much about any of his shows. Um, Michaela loved Anthony Bourdain, though. She, like, watched all of his shows. Like She shouldn't have. Yeah, I know. I'm just (laughs) saying. Well, I'm not saying, but lots of other vegans said so. Right. Anyways. No, but she, um, no, she loved him. And I know, uh, I know a lot of people who really enjoyed all of his endeavors and were very loyal followers and, and, um, whatnot i i never really got too terribly into it but um i knew enough to know that that was like a significant loss um i feel like to the cooking industry yeah. to bare minimum but also like human like he fought for a lot of different human rights yeah yeah and um it, i know he was like a big advocate for you know following your dreams and very inspirational in, in that sense and mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it was very clear that it was a very big loss to a lot of people. Um, and it, honestly, you know, it's so funny. And maybe it's because I didn't. I mean, I, I knew a little bit. I knew enough to, I guess, know 
I don't know. But I, it surprised me to see the responses from the vegan community because mm-hmm. that never that thought never even crossed my mind no. that there was somehow, you know, it was somehow less sad that not that not only was he dead, but that he committed suicide because he was violent towards animals and because he was such a spokesperson mm-hmm. for the process in which animals were slaughtered and, you know, what have you, mm-hmm. um, and his disdain for vegans and vegetarians, which I did know. I, I'd heard quotes and things like that, but I, it never occurred to me that those things would warrant the responses that we both saw mm-hmm. coming out of the vegan community in relation to this man's passing. Yep. It was very disheartening. It was very disturbing, quite honestly, I think. So let's, yeah, let's let's give an exact quote from from Anthony Bourdain that I know people kept saying. And this is why they were not upset or less upset than they would have someone else. Um, Vegetarians and the vegans are persistent irritant to any chef worth a damn. To me, life without veal stock, pork fat, sausage, organ meat, demi-gloss or even stinky cheese is not a life worth living. Vegetarians are the enemy of everything good and decent in the human spirit and affront to all I stand for, the pure enjoyment of food. The body these waterheads imagine is a temple that should not be polluted by animal protein. It's healthier, they insist, though every vegetarian waiter I've worked with is brought down by any rumor of a cold. Oh, I'll accommodate them. I'll rummage around for something to feed them for a vegetarian plate if called on to do so. $14 for a few slices of grilled eggplant and zucchini suits my food cost any time. And that was, that was an exact quote. From Anthony Bourdain. So, I mean, that sucks. Yeah. But, like, also, one thing to note is he said to all I stand for. It's about his, his, we've talked about it before, his belief and his truth. He's saying they're an affront to what I stand for. Similarly, and I know for a fact that every single vegan has said this, that an omnivore is an affront to all that they stand for. Correct. Yeah. So... It's it's abrasive and very brash, but like that's also from I've watched a couple of his things. Um, He's just that's how he was. He was a dry, abrasive person. And that's just how he came off. So what he said is just they were an affront to what he believed in, which was really good food. Yeah. And it's I don't know. It's just that's how that's what he thought. That's how he lived. So. I don't know. I wouldn't see that a, a vegan wouldn't necessarily say the same thing to someone who is slaughtering a cow. That's an affront to what I believe in. Right. And so. and I yeah, no, I understand. And, you know, I, I and I get the argument that, you know, we vegans or what have you are fighting this fight against slaughter and against this violence and against these acts against our fellow beings and all that. And for him to say that vegans are you know, against everything that he stands for. You know, I, I understand the difference right. there, you know, between what he's saying and and what we're saying. I'm certainly not, you know, blind to that. No. I, I, I guess my, it just, it, he's dead though. You know what I mean? Right. So for, for a community who stands for compassion and stands for, you know, this fight for all living things mm-hmm. to come out so aggressively and be like i'm not even upset yeah it, it's karma i just don't Are understand kidding? at the bare minimum how if someone says something 
that offends you, like saying you're an affront to what I believe in because yeah. I like pork fat. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. I don't care what you think. Why is aggression meeting yeah. aggression when you are literally supposed to be a compassionate yeah. person? And not you're supposed not to be to like, you know, not, I guess not to compare different do it anyway things or whatever but it's not like he was out there being a racist or a homophobe or you know what i mean like it's not he's just saying here's the thing that i say yeah yeah that's right here's here's the thing that i said when i was actually glad that we weren't again that i didn't have to talk to you when this first happened because i got to air some grievances to other people um but what i said is anthony bourdain was not a Hitler. So here's the thing. Hitler shot himself because, not because he was depressed, because he was afraid of getting caught. Yeah. Because he knew he did something wrong. Whatever. He was going right. to get murdered anyways. Right. Probably. So he shot himself. I I don't, I don't feel bad that Hitler did that. Right. Because he didn't do it for a reason such as a mental illness. Right. I mean, he had plenty of mental illnesses. Right, right, But that right. wasn't why he killed himself. Right. He also went out to annihilate a group of people. Right. Anthony Bourdain did not walk out and say, I'm going to murder every single cow that I ever see so that cows no longer exist. Or like, I'm going to kill all the vegans. Yeah. He wasn't (laughs) like, you know what? Vegans are an affront to what I believe in. I'm going to kill them all. And eat them. He didn't do that. He just simply said that I think that this is good. He wasn't going out and he didn't have that. Like, I don't think he didn't have that malintent in his heart. No. And. It's it's for people to say, like, well, you know, it's mental illness, whatever. But he was not compassionate to animals. So why should we be compassionate to him? Literally, I saw people saying yeah. that. And you know what else, though? So this is a man who clearly, I mean, he's clearly suffered from a mental illness. That's, you know, what everybody is now coming to find out. Mm-hmm. So this, these things that he said and this attitude that he had, this aggression towards vegans... Couldn't you attribute at least part of that to probably a bit of anxiety from a movement that was putting an an end an to ed, what he stood yeah. for? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's always there's a reason that he said and did and felt those things mm-hmm. about the vegan and vegetarian community. And again, regardless of what those reasons were, he wasn't advocating for you know the, for genocide he wasn't no. he wasn't you know again he wasn't like spewing racist slurs he wasn't you know trying to take people's rights away or what you know what so many people in today's world are doing mm-hmm. he was just out there saying that he didn't care for vegans and vegetarians and sure doing it in an aggressive way but like why does that warrant people saying i'm glad he's dead yeah it, maybe it's karma maybe he felt bad for all the animals that he had a part in slaughtering like what is wrong with people truly yep um and i have some on the opposition of anthony bourdain a quote that he said, I don't have to agree with your opinion to be your friend or like you. So, again, mm-hmm. he's aggressive, but he doesn't have to agree with you to, like, care. So, um, Patton Oswalt, who I know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, This lovely fan of ours sent this screenshot of a Twitter quote. Um, so, let's see. Patton, oh, got an email. Okay, so when Meredith, his wife, and he honeymooned in Paris, friends and family put together a list of places to eat and things to do. He sent those lists to Anthony Bourdain for input. And this was his response. Patton, I'm a fan and admirer, so I got to tell you, there's, there's no, this is no way to enjoy Paris. 
fuck them, all of them. They're there everywhere. You will see them from the car windows. You go and do important shit like live your life in Paris. Try and plan as little as possible. And he just gave like a list of things. Yeah. And I think that's really nice. That's just, that's just kind. Yeah. He said, I love and I miss him. Yeah. Hmm. So like he had, yeah, he told Patton to fuck his family and friends. Yeah. Which I think is funny. It's, but, like, he was an aggressive person. You know who's another one um, that I was thinking of not far behind Anthony Bourdain? Um, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay. He has said Is no Hell's Kitchen and this and that when he's like, fucking, are you stupid? That's how some people just talk to other people. Yeah. And he's come out and said things against vegans. He happened to. Yeah. Now he was doing a vegan cook-off, I think I read recently. Yeah. Um. So, but again, another aggressive person. Like, what if something happened to Gordon Ramsay? Would he, would other people feel less bad because right. maybe Gordon Ramsay had a vegan pizza, I think, yeah. on his restaurant menu? Said, I think oh. it's also worth mentioning or worth acknowledging, too, that these are people who have their celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a persona they're trying to keep up. Correct. You know, he has like a reputation for being a certain way on his show. So that's the way he is mm-hmm. on his show and and what have you. But this. But this man was a father. This was, he was, this a, person. was a human being who who probably felt the same things as we all do. You know what I mean? I mean, at the end of the day, he felt vulnerable enough to take his own life. Yeah. So kind of regardless of what else he said and did, that in itself shows his humanity and how much of just a person he was. Yeah. And the fact that you can't stop and who gives a fuck what he said, take that aside and just say that he hurt enough to take his own life. And you're saying, well, he hurt animals. And someone I remember I showed you the screenshot. I think um, he's someone called him a tool in real life. So who the fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah. I know. (sighs) And this, because he's a celebrity, stare look. <laughs> all that sh- all that shit Sad. is out there for his family and his friends right. and the people he left behind for all of them to see. Right. Like, that's horrible. That's horrible that these people are dealing with uh, questions that they'll never have the answers to. Right. And, and now they're left with all of this shit in the public eye and on fucking social media and the internet, which never goes never away. Never goes away. That's there forever. That's what they're going to remember is that, sure, that, you know, they get all of the, the positive things too, but there's always, now they're going to remember all of these negative things that people said about their and loved like, one. Do you know what's funny? We we saw several very specific examples um, on social media of people coming out and saying, like, well, you know, on the subject of depression and suicide and talking about Anthony Bourdain. What was it, a few days earlier or a week earlier, Kate Spade took her own life, right? It was, like, days. It was days yeah. before. I did not see that same thing come out on those vegan social media yeah. sites about Kate Spade. So you're not talking about depression or suicide. You are calling out the fact that he didn't like vegans. Don't fucking say, yeah. I'm going to mention it. No, because just a few days before, Kate Spade, the same thing took her life a mental illness and you did not comment on that yeah. you're only saying something because anthony bourdain yeah. said he didn't like yeah. vegans. a designer who sold leather products you know what i mean sure she never came out and said anything but like she contributed to it in some sense so stop like hiding behind your your fucking bullshit agenda and just 
you're a dick. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? You're like, being an the, asshole. You're being a dick. And it's, it's just very discouraging. I've never seen anything like that. And I hate, just don't say anything. I think when I saw it, I, I was telling Andy, I was like, don't say anything. Yeah. Why do you? Why, you don't even know this why, person. Why do you have to say why anything? Why do you have to say anything? What? Why suddenly do you find that it is your place to say mm-hmm. Yeah, who are you? Anything. And then how does it make you better? Wouldn't you have preferred that Anthony Bourdain kept his opinion about vegans to himself? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you would have. Well, don't you think some people would have preferred you kept your opinion about Anthony Bourdain and what he said to yourself? Mm-hmm. Because now you're... I mean, not to be aggressive because I I can't help it, but like now it's kind of like you're you're just spitting on him and you're like, yeah. sorry, yeah, you weren't nice animals, karma, yeah. Or or somebody Ugh. said something to the extent of, oh, blown. maybe maybe all of the guilt from all the mm. animals he slaughtered got to him. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I just. And it's also another example of people not knowing their ass from a hole in the ground when it comes to depression and mental illness and what it actually means. <laughs> Sorry. I broke That's it. funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're ass from a hole in the ground. You've never heard that? I don't know if I have, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah. The next time you someone says something stupid, just tell them they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. You're going to use that a lot now. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, though. And he's giving a look, but it, it is, is funny. It's funny. I like Thank it. You. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's true. And that's people who don't know the difference between mental illness, oppression, and I'm sad. Or what did you say? The, the blues. The blues. Yeah. Or that people just don't understand that... It's different for everybody. Like what, you know, these people who are going around saying this shit about him, like Mm -hmm. what he, you have no idea what he experienced. No. You know, and and you may have your own experiences and that's all fine and well, but they're not his experiences. And so how are you going to go around trying to assume what somebody was going through, you Mm -hmm. know, or or belittling it by talking about, talking ill of, of him when he was living or... Or I don't know. Or people people who are, you, you know, people want to call him an asshole and people want to, you know, say what he, you know, talk about how he felt negatively about vegans and all that. So that means that he is immune to having a mental illness. He's immune to depression because he was a dick. No. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably why he was a dick. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, I don't know. It just really upsets me when people talk about things they have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) And and don't say that. Because how many times on here are we like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. We're just talking because we're two schmucks sitting here talking into microphones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We probably don't know our asses from (laughs) holes in the ground. Oh, for sure not. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely don't. <laughs> I don't know your ass from a hole nah, in the ground, let nah, alone my own. Definitely. So definitely. Um, but like we admit that we're like we're just two people talking. Where yeah, we're self aware of that. Yeah, and you know my I I I say this all the time to various people. Like you can have your opinions, you can think what you want to think, 
Sure. It's a free fucking country-ish. <laughs> you can, right now, You ish. can think whatever you want, you know, have your opinions. I don't care. But you do not get to hide behind the fact that it is your opinion to get out of the fact that it hurts somebody's feelings. Right. You don't get to just say what you want to say and feel what you want to feel and ignore the fact that you might have hurt somebody else's feelings because it's your opinion or it's right. it, or whatever. I don't care. You know what right. I mean? So if you're going to go around spewing shit on social media and then be like, well, that's just what I think. Okay, great, but what you think is probably going to hurt somebody's feelings, and if it does, that doesn't make them a pussy or whatever else. You know what I mean? And you're putting it out there, so therefore, it's not just what you think. Right. I think lots of things. I don't put it on social media. Right. Mostly. Except right. on here, actually. Because on here, we just kind of say what we think. But, right. you know, I don't every single thing. Like, you're doing that for a reason. Don't just be like, oh, it's just my opinion. It's just like your opinion, man. Right. No, it's not. It's now suddenly a public thing. Right. It's your opinion. Keep it in your diary. Keep a journal. Right, right. Or like just acknowledge the fact you that like, want the to shit affect that you people. Say, right. You want to. And right. you're not willing to acknowledge that it right. might be a bad. Right. And effect. if you like, uh, you know, if if I say something like right now, all of the things that we're talking about, if somebody then reached out to us and was like, hey, guys, you know, you guys said this, this, this and this. And I actually have the opposite experience. And this is what I think. I'm not going to just be like, well, fuck them. This is my opinion. You know what I mean? No. Like, listen to people because they have experiences, too. Mm -hmm. And they might be able to shed some light on something that you're wrong about. Right. Right. I, so people listening can't see me slow blinking. I know. I wish we had. We need to get like some soundboard <laughs> effects or something like your D&D &D thing, Andy, like where you can play like an arrow getting shot or whatever, like sounds. Like we need a blinking sound. sound. Oh, remember winking is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So. Mike showed me this really funny compilation video on YouTube of people um, trying or trying something or trying to explain something and they end up failing or whatever and when the look on their face indicates that they realize they're failing it's the window sound when you turn your computer off do 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 it's so funny we need that we need that yeah we mm -hmm. need that that's very true um but on that subject of opinions tell me about your experience recently in life yeah <laughs> I just I've been trying to not be an internet warrior these past few days with all of the Anthony Bourdain stuff and all the mental illness stuff lying around town but sometimes it's hard you know and I I, I actually really hate that I hate when people g get very brave behind their keyboards because like you either don't know that person one or, of like, my least favorite individuals is the yeah. internet warrior yeah. and because they would never say something to someone's face yeah. contrary to complaining that other people don't do that to them but right I know exactly what you're talking about but I just I really try hard not to do that because I think it's dumb like who cares but <laughs> but uh, sometimes people say things and I just feel the need to be like hey so about that this is my experience, and it contradicts what you're saying, and I just thought that maybe you'd want some insight, because I would, but right. not everybody apparently gives a shit, <laughs> and I just struggle sometimes with that, but so somebody just said something today on social media about 
um, in regards to mental illness and about how they feel that you can just control it or control your reactions to it and how it's just so easy to go out and and seek out help from your physician and I'm just like you you clearly I mean like I said to you earlier I don't want to make assumptions and I don't want to tell people their own experiences and and whatnot but my assumption based off of that would be that you haven't suffered in the way that some have because if you had you would know that it's not as easy as just calling your doctor and asking for a reference it's not as easy as just saying hey friend I'm feeling this kind of way and it's really scary like it's not as easy as that and it's not as easy as just being like I'm sad and I'm gonna I really wanted to stay in bed today but instead I'm gonna get up and be social it is actually the opposite of that mm-hmm. and I just I think like I told you, it's quite literally where you're in bed and you say, I would like to get out and be social, but what's the point? Right. I I, I physically and mentally can't. There's no point to me right. moving. Yeah, it's the difference between being like, I feel kind of bummed today and I'm just going to wallow and watch Netflix because I'm just having a bummed day and like physically being unable to do anything. Correct. Because you are so mentally done that you just physically can't do anything. And I I I made the mistake maybe of trying to explain that that is not everybody's experience, that I'm just gonna get up and and go about my life and all of that. That's not everybody's experience. And how lucky for you that it is your experience, but hey, not everybody can do that. And I just was, you know, quite honestly met with a little bit of naivety and I just I mean good for you though you know what I mean like I'm glad that you don't experience this and that that is what you think because it means that you probably haven't ever felt that low and I hope that that continues for you exactly but just know that that assumption is not the case for everybody and it it almost plays into the reason that people don't seek out help because people think that it's no big deal and you can just get over it and control it. And so people are like, well, nobody's going to get me, so I'm just not going to say anything. Right. Or people don't even have the wherewithal to even acknowledge that they need to ask for help. That's not even a thought. That's more often, I think, the case um, is that they don't know how to ask. Right. Or that they need to. Maybe right. they just think that that's just how they are and, and that's what, what happens. And what bothered me the most, because I also witnessed this interaction, um, I didn't at first and then I did, and I shouldn't have even read it because then I got upset, is that like you very, I felt like, because I've ri- I've come at things both ways. I've come at things from an educational, hey, here's some information standpoint, and I've come at things from an aggressive standpoint, been on both sides. Right, same. Um, I felt like you approached it with an, hey- that's really awesome that you had this experience. But just so you know, this is also the case, this really deep side. And then it felt like a very naive standpoint, but also to me, a very stubborn and ignorant standpoint mm-hmm. um, that you were met with because mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, no, it was like, no, there's help out there. Go seek help. Call a hotline. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. did you just tell? Yeah. And that, I also like if you I know. Okay. I know. If you if you and I have talked about this, so if you're feeling a certain way, I'm not gonna be a cat, go call the hotline. 
because I understand. Don't call me. Right. Call the hotline. Right. Because I know what it feels like. I I know how that is. And so if someone is saying that I know what depression is and someone else is like, well, I have anxiety and depression like this is like this is where this is how it manifests for me. This is what it's like. If you truly understand what depression and mental illness is, wouldn't you be understanding and be like, wow, let me message this person and see if they're okay. Not call the hotline. (laughs) Yeah. That means you don't understand because why would you talk to someone who's reaching out to you like that? Holy shit. Right. But (laughs) also that also kind of speaks to the popularity when stuff like this happens of all the people who just throw up statuses and posts and Twitters and all of the things. Literally everyone. That are literally just like, if anybody needs to talk, I'm here. No. Was it it was you that posted the thing that I shared that was or was it Yes, the Kate the commentary yes. on Kate Spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that was that was me. And I'm just like that is like so valuable. And all the po- I saw a bunch of other posts too that were like um, you know, instead of suggesting that people reach out to you, like why don't reach you reach out, out, to, out them. to them? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it's just there's just so much to it and I, and it really all I think does relate to being vegan and and the whole topic of this podcast that we talk about so frequently is having compassion for other people and just being you know a a, a good member of planet earth <laughs> that's right like, and 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 it's oh my uh, god i just <laughs> i i i i couldn't because if you disagree with me on a topic like bivalves Okay, let's say we disagree over bivalves. Then I can meet you with like a, wow, look up this and look at Wikipedia. Because I'm pretty sure that's probably what this person would use as a resource, Mm -hmm. which I do too. So whatever. But look up this. Look at that. But when you're talking about a subject that what if, what if you were at your bottom line when you saw that today? Right? I mean, you don't know. Like anybody could see that and be like. Wow, it's so easy for them. Why isn't it that easy for me? Why isn't it that easy for me? Why am I even more different than I thought I was? Right. And that drove you further. Right. Because that person that you were looking at just went, meh, no big deal. Right. Call the hotline. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I just, I don't even think, like, I, I just, I don't know. And I really liked when when some people were saying, reach out to other people. Yeah. Because that strong person that all of a sudden seems a little off, they might not reach out to you. Right. Because, again, their brain is probably telling them that it's not worth it, that their business isn't as important as yours or whatever. Right. Because I know that happens to me all the time where I'm like, I don't want to burden people. Yeah. It's not their problem. What they're going through is not as bad as me. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think it's worth going into too i i feel like it's probably um especially depression anxiety the whole nine Mm -hmm. is are probably very prevalent things that people in the animal rights community experience you know because going back to our compassion fatigue episode and that whole topic like how how are you not experiencing those things how are you not experiencing ptsd you know it it's it's I'm sure that there are studies that you could probably we could probably look up right now that show the link between any kind of advocacy, not just animal advocacy, but human, human environmental, whatever you're advocating for. There's got to be a pretty strong link between mm-hmm. that kind of an effect on your mental 
mm-hmm. health, mm-hmm. you know? And those mm-hmm. people, people who are in any kind of, um, you know, humanitarian environment who are trying to help anyone or anything, the environment, animals, people, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. aren't going to reach out for help because they're like, I need to be helping right. group X. So I'm not going to ask for help because that'll take away from the help being given to this thing Correct. that I'm advocating for. Correct. You Even know? if it's as something as simple as, and I know like you do this. As simple as, like, your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, and I've been told this in past lives, too. Like, don't be the hero. Like, if you're not feeling well, call out of work. Oh, if yeah. you're If you're not okay, don't. Yeah. Because I won't do it. Right. But I'll go around and I'll fix everyone else's right. problems and I'll listen to everyone else. Right. So who's listening to me? Right. I would right. need someone to turn around and right. be like, hey. Right. Are you okay? Like, you're doing a lot lately and something doesn't seem yeah. right. And so I guess that that just is another reason why it surprises me that people reacted so poorly to Anthony Bourdain's passing, because I would think that these are people who would understand that kind of sadness and, and those kind of feelings, because you're in the trenches fighting for this change that it includes a lot of really horrible things that you have to witness. So I'm sure that you have some of those same feelings. Right. And just because his maybe came from a different place doesn't mean they're any less real than your own. Exactly. So I don't know. Just, I guess it's just full circle. Thoughts. Just like, well, just like you, you say that the suffering between a cow and a cat you know, a cow living in a field and a cat living in your house, they're the same. They feel the same right. things. Um, there's no difference if I, you know, pulled my cat's tail right now, which I'm not going to, Dante, um, <laughs> or if I, you know, walked up to a cow and slit its throat. Like, they feel pain, period. Right. That's what, you know, animal rights groups are saying is that animals as a whole feel pain. Right. So why can't humans as a whole feel pain? And who cares if they said they don't like vegans or vegetarians that person still suffered the same as your best friend who's been a vegan for 20 years or whatever um i saw an article i thought i tagged you in it it was a written by a vegetarian and she was like i'm a vegetarian and this is why i'm so upset about anthony bourdain so I'm not going to, like, read the whole thing because it's kind of lengthy. But this girl, essentially, it's a Live Kindly. I fucking love Live Kindly. Me too. I know I've said that before. I just love this website. Mm-hmm. Um, but the title of the article is I'm Vegan and I'm Really Going to Miss Anthony Bourdain. And it was written by Jill Edinger. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Jill. Um, so, so she talks about um, Anthony Bourdain's passing. And the just the part that I want to read, she says... Um, uh, his food-loving focus spread out to some of the best and most honest journalism on television. Parts Unknown veered into critical territory we so often overlook in our everyday lives. What it means to be human, like what it really means. In Bourdain's stories, people were more than their professions. They were people first and foremost, spinning, spinning along on this strange rock with their own journeys, their own stories to tell. He made every story compelling because when it comes down to it, every story really is compelling. He broke down that wall between us and everyone else. He peeled back the layers of the human condition, revealing the heart in all of us. In the hours since his death, many vegans have come out to kick dirt on his grave before he's even in it, saying the most horrible things about a man who did so much to empower and support people who may not have otherwise been able to tell their stories. A man who wasn't perfect by any means, but he was curious and genuine. The world needs more of that. 
And then she goes into talking about how much she did for the food system and how encouraging people to really know what they're eating and to better connect with what they eat. And because people eat so blindlessly and mindlessly, he really encouraged people to know where their food was coming from and be a little bit more mindful, Mm -hmm. even though his definition of mindful eating doesn't match that of a vegan's, of course, but it doesn't change the thought process. Um, So I just, I think that's like the, it's just perfectly put. It's exactly how I've been feeling about it, that he really contributed a lot to the world and in different industries, specifically the food industry, of course, but. And humanity. Yeah. Like truly, like know where your food comes from. So he didn't, I mean, so he didn't care that it came from a live animal. Right. Okay. But he cared like, like knowing where it, that's an empowering thing. Yeah. And like. And I guess that that just makes me think, too, about how people are, vegans are coming out to, as she put it, you know, k- kick dirt, kick on, dirt their gra- on his, his grave, grave or what have you. Yeah. Um, all because he said some nasty things about vegans and he was pretty violent towards animals. But aren't you doing literally the same literally thing? Literally the same thing. By, mm-hmm. like, spitting on a dead man's grave who yep. took his own life? Right. I mean, aren't you, how does, how are you now better? You know, that's kind of what you were saying before. How are you in any way you're not better than the person you're upset about? And like jokes on you, a reflection of just him as a person and like what he believed in, which again was like fighting for for humans and and just I think educating. Mm -hmm. He was a very educational based person was um, he had a recent sort of acknowledgement of the value of the impossible burger suckers um so also on live kindly um and this was written on april 27th of 2018 and he took his life last last week week friday i think so he yep it was i mean this was a month a month prior um so this isn't like a few years ago this was recent yeah it was um a recent interview that he did. At the end of the interview, the host asked, a lot of people are talking about the Impossible Burger, this lab-grown meat substitute that's being served in trendy restaurants as well as White Castle. Have you tried it? He said, um, also, also to know, which I didn't know this, <laughs> he, in an interview with Playboy magazine, said that vegans were self-indulgent. LOL. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said, I haven't. But what he did do was acknowledge that there is good potential that could come from the plant-based burger's success. End quote. Look, there are a lot of hungry people in the world. Again, his his focus was on people. I guess if it mean if it is a means of providing must-needed protein to people who need protein to live, I guess I'm all for it. He explained that as a chef of 30 years, it is logical that he is going to be resistant to the notion that there's any replacement for the texture and musculature and funk of real meat. Adding, I hate the idea that people are selling this at a premium at hip restaurants. You know, it doesn't fill me with joy. It makes me fearful. Yeah. So, like, oh, this this quote. Some self-awareness let's, from let's, Mr. Bourdain. Let's take, let's, let's peel apart this onion of quotes, shall we? Um, he first said that there's hungry people in the world. He cares about human beings. Right. If it's something that can help feed people, he wanted that. That's okay with him. At the same time, he was being, I think, pretty 
somewhat vulnerable, especially for a guy who's who was abrasive and very like in your face about things for him to say, I'm fearful because I've been a chef for 30 years. That's kind of acknowledging that like this could change his whole the life. entire yeah. way that he had to live. Yeah. So, yeah, he was scared of it. It doesn't bring him joy. He yeah. didn't like it. He said that this is I don't like it. Yeah. But he also said 30. You're trying to undo 30 years. Not that it's an excuse, but... Yeah. Like, and that's the same fear that somebody who's going vegan is mm-hmm. going to have, too. You're undoing everything that you've known for your whole life. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, that's... A lot of people experience that same philosophy and or that same idea, and people don't jump down their throats about it. Um, exactly. So, I mean, he... He was kind of acknowledging. So, there you go. Yeah. He wasn't saying, I'm going to burn down every impossible burger restaurant. Right. (laughs) Because they need to have more flesh on their menu. Right, right. (laughs) No. Right. Um, The last paragraph of this same article I think is really sweet, too. She says, the world is changing rapidly. The discussions we have about food, about what it is and where it comes from, all play a part in moving the dialogue forward. Bourdain may not have acknowledged animals the way he did people, but we know now that he struggled with even acknowledging himself and his own needs. Yet, despite his battle with depression, he managed for a little while at least to help his fans get to know the world and themselves a little bit better. How lucky we were to have that. Exactly. I think that's really nice. Yeah. It's... I don't know. And then again, that person was being, I think, pretty vulnerable for someone writing for Live Kindly. I know. On Live Kindly. Like, that's... Also, who do you think you are? I consider the people who write for Live Kindly pretty damn important people. Yeah. Right? Like, they're influencing a lot by writing for, for them. And yet, because you post it as your Facebook status or whatever, like, you're more important. Because this person, that's, but like, that's what bothers me too, is these people who, they're not celebrities, the people who write for Live Kindly, but they're important influencers. Yeah. And they're saying, I'm vegan, I'm upset that this happened. And yet you're like, well, I'm an animal advocate and he didn't like animals, so. Right, 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 right. I don't, I don't understand why you think that you're like the all important like voice in this and you know what else it ties back to uh, i could just go all all I know, night i know but um she it, can go all night uh, ladies sure and gentlemen um <laughs> no what, no it ties back to the other thought too about how vegans are crazy and about how now there are these these people out there tied to the vegan community who are right. who are getting really loud and really mean about this man's suicide and that doesn't make us look great folks no that's the that's the <laughs> other thing is because when i went out and i was ranting to i don't remember who i was ranting to at work and they were like i fucking hate vegans yeah and i was like and i was like you know what i get that yeah because i'm really damn upset too who do you think that you're benefiting because the two people i was talking to were both omnivores which is rare there's only probably two of them in the store yeah like, when I presented this argument, their reactions were, I fucking hate vegans. Done. They don't want to talk. They would talk to me or oh, you no. oh, because no, they I like know. us. But, like, anyone else, they go, 
fuck you, you're a vegan, and they're going to continue eating their steak. Not or, exactly. or, or they're going to see something like that and be like, oh, well, they're vegan. That makes sense that they're crazy. Right. You know, like I, I after I got your text and then I saw what I saw on Facebook and sent that to you, I was all like huffing and because we were in Rochester. I was like huffing and puffing around the hotel room. And Mike was like, what's wrong? And I showed him and he was like, ah, they're fucking vegans. <laughs> and I was like, I know. But also like, no, you know, like we're not all like that. Like, stop it. You're giving a bad name. And you're and you're giving people justification to think that it's exactly you're, you're, they're putting another check in the I'm right about vegans column. This is why I'll never go vegan because y'all are nuts. Because you all are fucking nuts. And you know what? They're not wrong. In this instance, they are absolutely not wrong. Oh, I want that. <laughs> yeah. A, a pin fucking vegans. Yeah. Yeah. V-Spot podcast. So sometimes sometimes Andy texts us and we have to talk about it. And the listeners don't know that he's texting us. So I'm just explaining that this is from an, a text. <laughs> So yeah. it's not rando, but that's a good that's a good V spot podcast pin. Yeah, that's fucking right. Vegans. Fucking vegans, because <laughs> y'all want to save the planet, but you're ruining it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you can eat all the plants and you know save all the plastic bags you want, but if you are not positively changing the minds of other people. Are you making the most impact that you could? Probably not. Because someone's going to say, fucking vegans are crazy. I would never go vegan. And they won't listen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if it's me or you and we're like, hey, let's approach from this angle probably maybe gonna maybe gonna listen. I hope. At least we're not saying that we're not sad that someone killed themselves. So it's just I don't know. And I don't I don't know. I don't even think it's done. I'm sure people keep posting about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was something with Kate Spade that I don't even know where this came from, but literally someone had said, well, what color scarf did she hang herself with? Oh, my gosh, with? I saw Did you that. see that? And I was, I was like, like, people oh, are disgusting. What the fuck? Yeah, people are. Again, though, her family, like, we'll see that. Right. It's just very, it's you just, just very upsetting. They're... I just just have respect and I don't I can't. Yeah. So, well, I guess like the moral of today's story <laughs> is to just be nice and uh, Or if you can't be nice, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. What is it if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all? Right. Right. And the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. Yes. Uh, so if you yes. want people to respect you and treat you well and listen to your opinions, then you should do the same for them, mm-hmm. even if you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. So. I concur. Right. Add to the conversation. Don't retract from it. That's very smart. Detract from it. I read that wrong. Shh. I was trying <laughs> to make it like you said it yourself. I know I didn't, though. That was Andy's two cents. Yeah. Andy has like 20 cents. He has so many cents. So many. But he doesn't say anything. And then you get that awkward question of, why doesn't Andy talk? Maybe for our 100th episode, Andy will talk. Maybe. Oh, I got a maybe. Or maybe, well, we said maybe he would. we should interview him. Like, maybe. what if we do it from a... Yeah, maybe we could do, like, a special episode, like a commemorative episode where Andy breaks his silence, the tell-all. <laughs> oh, no, you don't want Andy to tell-all. 
<laughs> you, you know, we need to get some guidelines. We need him to sign a contract before we let him talk, actually. Yeah. <sighs> so. Deep sigh. Do you know what makes me feel better? Eating your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, emotional eating. Yeah. Same. But like every emotion, too. Right. When oh, I'm no, happy, when sure. I'm sad, when for I'm sure. angry. Just like all the food. When all I'm the bored, time. I'm a when bored I'm eater, existing. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I think it's been a pretty active week. Yes, this is true. We've, we've, we've both eaten some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you eaten? So I went to Rochester for a Jack White concert last week. Oh, how was the concert? Oh fucking love jack white so goddamn much he's so good um you want to go to like a rock and roll concert yeah Ugh. Ugh. it was so good he played a lot of just like just like guitar like free jamming just like rock and roll in between songs and it just was so good i, I feel like that you know his number one fan jordan should get me a ticket right, well it, he has some extras if you're willing to travel i think he needs a buddy for a few west coast shows Oh, well, I mean, is he going to, like, is that part of royalties for the podcast that he's also going to pay for travel? Uh, I mean, you'll have to take that up with him. But anyway. Sounds good. (laughs) So we went to, um, well, we went to Rochester for that, but I also went and saw Danny for her 30th birthday on Wednesday, which was very nice. Happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, Danny. That felt really weird. It's not me. It's the other one. (laughs) And um, so we went to, when we were in Rochester, we went to Redfern. Mm. Which was very good. Never been there. Really? Yeah. It's, it's so like when I moved good. away from Oswego is when I started living my best life of being vegetarian right. vegan. Right, right, right. And now I just go to Oswego and I don't go like up. You more. should go. It's it was really really good. I went there with Aubrey last year and then um, I wanted to go back, but I was a little unsure. I sent Mike the menu to take a look at it because it's not it's not a bourbon and wolf. It's not a strong hearts. It's not um, you know like vegan quote unquote junk food if you mm-hmm. will. It's like a little bit of a healthier take on stuff. And I wasn't sure. He can be kind of finicky, so I was nervous. Um, but any place that has a TLT on the menu, I know he'll be good to go because he loves that. So we went and I got um, the tofu egg sandwich and it mm-hmm. had like avocado spread on it and I had them put tempeh bacon on it. Oh my God, it was so good. It was on this like focaccia bread. I like, couldn't even fit it in my mouth. It it's was, on our it's on our Instagram on our if you want to see and drool over it. It was so good. And Mike got a TLT um, and a side of their like tomato bisque mm-hmm. and he like licked his plate clean. He loved it. Really? And then we got um, a piece of cheesecake, which is also on the Instagram. Yes. What was the cheesecake made out of? Someone asked on there, and I don't, I don't know. know if we knew. I, I actually didn't order it. He did. He, like, went up to the counter, and then all of a sudden there was cheesecake on the on the <laughs> table. That's the best day. Yeah. I'm just, like, sitting there waiting for my to-go smoothie, and all of a sudden there's cheesecake. And he also got a Rice Krispie treat, which I didn't get to take a picture of. Um. So I have no idea. It was like a cherry cheesecake, I think. I actually mm. don't know. I think they make it there, but I don't know. What the base is? Yeah, I don't know. It was really good, though. He said it was the best vegan dessert he'd ever had. Wow. Yeah, it was very good. Mm. Um, and then where else did we go? Where else did we go? Mm. Now- oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> we went to, um, on the way home on Friday... We went down through Watkins Glen because there's a guy that he found at the Adirondack Balloon Festival last year who has a really great crystal 
showcase room Mm -hmm. and he's based out of Watkins Glen and like when are we ever out there so we went so that we could take a look at his crystal collections and stuff Um, and on the way home we were like well should we go back up through Syracuse or should we go through Ithaca and I was like well we're always in I always go through Syracuse so like let's go through Ithaca so we went through Ithaca and we went to a place called 10 Forward Cafe yeah you did you're welcome it looked nerd I walked in and I was like wow um, does Danny own this (laughs) restaurant it's because it was nerd star, fucking it's city. It's the Star Trek one. The, yeah. They started as a food truck. It was nerd city. Yeah. And I walked in and was like, yeah, I, I hope Danny's been here because. I haven't. Oh, it was really good. Really, really good. The I had a buffalo uh, quesadilla and they made it with soy curls. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I don't know. I think maybe it was Dyer Ranch on there, which I would be shocked by because it was really, really good. Whatever mm. cheese. I think the cheese they used was Dyer too. I don't even know how they did it but it was so good and mike of course got a tlt same thing he was like i wish that i had known this is going to be so good i would have ordered two we were like kind of in a hurry so we didn't but it was really really good and our smoothies were so good and nerds it's because nerds are the best people yeah i gave them our cards they were very very nice i was like listen to the podcast and they said they would so if you are hi i'm i will be there because i need to because see it's on top of a bookstore too so it's like double nerd city see cat like 50 percent enjoyed it because you enjoyed the food, <laughs> but you didn't uh, you didn't appreciate yeah, the, the nerd. nerddom. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I there would one hundred like, games yeah. and like all these references that I was. Their like, Instagram oh, is full of punny know. things. Yeah. With Star Trek, it's I'm I would one hundred percent appreciate yeah. everything. That oh, they as do. soon as so I walked I'll in, I was go. like, Yeah, uh, Danny and Andy need to come here because it was made for you. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. It was really good. There's a, there Jealous. was a lot of vegan stuff in Ithaca. We didn't stay long, so that was the only place that I went. But there's a lot of vegan stuff in Ithaca. We'll, have to, well, we still have to go out to Farm Sanctuary. I know. I, we toyed with the idea because Farm Sanctuary is actually open like Thursday through Sunday or something like that. They hmm. are open during the week in the summer. Weird. For tours, yeah. But Farm Sanctuary was actually a half an hour back west mm. from where this guy's place was. And we didn't even like come down through where Farm Sanctuary was. We came like down and down if that makes sense yeah so it would have been a half an hour back and made the drive home way long so we didn't end up going yeah we have to go out there yeah for sure so and then we'll stop in everything in Ithaca we can take our time there's a really cute vintage store we went into as well I got like a really cute high-waisted vintage looking bikini thing that's awesome yeah I'm jealous very cute is that all that might be cool oh no wait oh no 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 no, that's all wait no it's not (laughs) sorry Sybil over there is her different personalities are coming out sorry no um just like just last little thing um Michaela and I made really delicious pizzas last night for the Tony Awards and she brought home two boxes of treats from Cinnamon Snail from Wood the event at Woodstock Mm. on Saturday because they accidentally gave her somebody else's order so she had two boxes of Baked goods from Cinnamon Snail. I was like, did we eat all of our? No, we did get all of our. <laughs> yeah, so much stuff. So we made a buffalo uh, cauliflower pizza with so delicious shredded mozzarella. Mm. And then we were going to make a second pizza, but the dough got weird. So we made a calzone instead. And it, they were both really, really good. And all the baked goods from Cinnamon Snail were delicious. Yes. I um, I had a bunch of stuff from Cinnamon Snail. I mean... The thing is, there's certain things that you can't say no to, right? Mm-hmm. We've had cinnamon snail a trillion times. Uh, yeah, one so trillion good. times, but I can't say no. 
Um, I got baked goods. Let's see. What did I get? I got their um, cashew cheese tart mm, with the seitan in there. Love that. It's one of my favorites. I got a lavender pear mm-hmm, turnover, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Um, those are my baked goods. Amy had a cider donut, and I got Allie a peanut butter cheesecake brownie, which looked good. like stupid good. And then the Beast Mode Burger. Mm-hmm. So good. Because. Yours looked, re- I saw your picture, yours looked like really intact. I feel like every time I've ever had that, it just like f- falls apart. Immediately. It's so Beast Mode. It is. They like truly take Beast Mode like to a mm-hmm. serious level. Um, Actually, and I got to meet the guy who was cooking. I don't know if he's the chef all the time or if he just goes out on the food truck or what he does. But um, because we were there stupid early. Right. To get in line for tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I, we were like walking up to Cinnamon Snail and Amy was concerned about it being too much like a burger. Um, and he was like, you know, it's really not, it's not a Beyond Burger. It's seitan based. It really doesn't have that meaty texture flavor. He's like, I, I think he's, didn't he have a wheat allergy or something where he actually, he was like, I can't eat it, but you know, I've been told and I cook it. So like, I kind of know what's going on. Um, but that was uh, that was Cinnamon Silent Woodstock. What else do we have? Abe's Falafel. That falafel uh. was fucking good. Joey had it at um, Veg Fest and said it was the best falafel he'd had. Oh, wow. And I completely agree. It was delicious. Um, and I got coffee from Brewing Good. Yeah. Um, Brewing Good Coffee Company. And it is an amazing. Do you follow them on Instagram? Her I don't think I do. I I feel like, I don't know if I randomly came across Brewing Good or if maybe Jordan posted something. Is he a coffee person? Ish. Maybe. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So I saw it from somewhere and I started following them. I was like, oh my God, it's you guys. So I got to meet the owners and they were super nice. Um, 10% of all. Pro- oh, I do follow them. Yeah. I don't know how we found them. I don't know. Um, but constantly, a thing that they do is 10% of all proceeds donated to animal protection nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So this month, it happened to be Woodstock Animal Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were there. Um, but they do a lot of really cool stuff. It's a vegan-owned company. Um, they do, do high-quality, um, bird-friendly, shade-grown, organic, fair trade certified beans. Do they are, do they have a like a brick and mortar, or are they just like uh, their Mm-mm. stuff is just served? Mm-hmm. I see. Yep. Yep. They they're amazing. They're doing everything right, which I did go down a little bit of like I I think you overheard me talking about a little bit about the importance of where shade your coffee grown. comes yeah. from. Um, yeah, but Jordan they were and I awesome. used to really make sure to try to buy shade-grown coffee whenever possible. This was the best. I got the Nitro Cold Brew, and it was the best cold brew I've ever had. It was amazing. Andy got their pour-over, which is also good. And then we brought some home, um, and it's it's just so delicious. Yeah. And I, I can really – I'm sorry, but you can taste the difference when your food is cruelty-free. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it yeah. just – you know that it's good because its origin is good. So, yeah, they have a subscription. Oh, I'm, yeah, thinking about doing that. Yeah, I'm on it right now. So, yeah, that was really awesome as well. And then I did, um, I did get a tattoo. So it should, 
it's not food related, but since we're talking about June Jamboree, I should right. shout out Gristle um, because they do really good. It's vegan tattoos in Brooklyn, kids, if you can go there. I mean, their work is always good. Yeah. It's it's just the shading, the yeah. detail. Um, they do really, really good work. So they should, I don't know, you should go hit them up if you get a chance. But good luck because Brooklyn's a pain in the dick to get to. But worth it. Yes. A lot of good food. Yes, a lot of good food. And go get a tattoo. Yeah, they're Tattoos really and close food. to a loving what? hut, and they're walkable to champs, I think. See? Yeah, they are. Perfect. Yeah. That would be the best day. Mm-hmm. Get a vegan tattoo and eat delicious food. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. But yeah. That's all. That's all she wrote about food. <laughs> that's all she wrote about food. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, um... If you want, you know, if you want to learn more about coffee. Your Schweppes can keeps eating clickers. You can go to our network, actually, um, soundbite.fm, and listen uh, to the other podcasts on there. Some about coffee. There's tech. There's something about chess. There's all sorts of other topics. Um, I'm not saying we're the best. We are. But there's other options out there. Yep. Um. And when you want to just re-listen to us over and over again, because we tickle your fancy cat all night long, apparently, earlier, <laughs> um, you could go to thebspot.fm and re-listen to all of your favorite episodes and like our stuff on Instagram, because we're big social media people. I'm. It just, it really does tickle me when I'm, people are, like, commenting and stuff. Yeah. Interact with us. I love interactions. We like that. And email us. Yes, please. Correct us. Y'all, we talked a lot about some hot topics today, so I expect some emails. Mm-hmm. Feedback, good things, bad mm-hmm. things, your experiences with um, mental illness, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, talking about, please do so. And it would be, we'd love to hear from you, um, and we support you. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. I don't know if it's just like a permanent thing in my nose, but I smell buffalo sauce. And on that note, <laughs> maybe maybe it's the tumor. And <laughs> sorry, I was premature. One no, more time. Okay, okay. Oh, Whoa! that was so close! Wow. That was, uh, Are we gonna try again? Yeah. Oh no. no. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs>